0: This episode is brought to you by Freedom Flower, home of the Kraft Cannabis Seltzer. Guess what, people? It's time. It's time. Hey, they hitting the shelves this week. So y'all go ahead and follow him at Freedom Flower VT, and he'll keep y'all up to date on where they're going to be released and everything like that. So check it out. And now, another episode of Canisations.
1: This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to
0: nothing other than Canisations with Chris. What's good, everybody? You know who it is. It's me again. Welcome to another episode of Cannizations with Chris. I'm your host, Chris, and today we have... I know, like, I was so excited when I met you, like, that your name is spelled just like mine. What are the chances? Wait, no. I, I, it's, it's rare to meet somebody, like, with the same spelling. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, um, yeah. So, it's when I met this gentleman right here, I had to give him a hug. Cause we got the same <laughs> name. <laughs> so, without Celebrated. further ado, we have Chris. What's your last name? Gruen. G-R-U-E-N. Chris Gruen with Amunana. Vermont. Growers. I've been on the growers. Yeah. Insert hand claps here, Joe. <laughs> so thank you for being on, man. I greatly appreciate My you pleasure. coming out on this uh frigid day. It's so <laughs> <It's> cold. So <laughs> cold. This is
1: coming out on days like this is what uh is gives a Vermonter their true definition. This is the credibility. This is where it thickens the blood. That's right. All the tourists and Stowe are going home right now. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's what's going and on?
0: And Then when it gets up to like twenty degrees. People be outside planting flowers and jogging and cookouts. T-shirt weather. (laughs) T-shirt weather. T-shirt weather. (laughs) Hey, well, once again, thank you for coming out, man. Greatly appreciate that. But you want to tell us a little bit about Amunana growers? Yeah.
1: You know, I'm impressed you got the name right on the first try there. It's 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 a tricky, it's a tongue tire when you look (laughs) at it on the page. It is. You know, it's A M M A N A N A. Ama Nana, one word, and uh, once you get it though, it's kind of musical. It's nice. It's fun to it say. Is. I had a guy yesterday say, oh, "I like that. It sounds like a mummy from ancient Egypt or something." You know, so mm. it doesn't necessarily line up with cannabis in people's minds. It's um, it, the name comes from our two principal matriarchs in the story, in the family story that gave. This, the stage for this project to come together. Ama uh, is Ann Masai Jones, who lives in Berkeley, California. And Nana is Nadia Beck, my mother, who lives about a quarter mile from the farm where we grow. And she is uh, one of the three owners of the farm, my mother. Oh, and my wow. wife is one and I am one. Now, the LLC that is Ama Nana Growers is owned by Ann Masai Jones, who I just mentioned, her daughter, jesse lee uh jesse's husband nick lee and myself and uh the way the story goes is that Amma, Anne, and my mother nadia met when they were kids in their early 20s in manhattan and uh, we all lived together in an apartment on 8th and, and hudson um on 12th sorry 12th 12th street and 8th Avenue. <laughs> Hold on. What, what, is this the
0: boroughs, right? <laughs> this is the Greenwich Village. This is uh, Greenwich Village, right Green, in the heart of the city. Where, where, where is that? In New know. York City. Oh, okay. So yeah. what part? So I just had somebody owner that was talking about Brooklyn. Oh, Bronx. yeah, yeah. So where? This where, is right in the heart of, of Manhattan
1: proper. Okay. It's uh, 8th. Eighth Avenue and Twelfth Street, which is right above Abington Square, yeah, yeah. which is the heart of Greenwich Village. Okay, and uh, yeah, and so those two became good friends, and then you know Anne's daughters, Jesse and Amanda, my best friends, uh-huh. growing up. Now my daughters who call their grandmother Nana, and Jesse's <sighs> daughters who call their grandmother Amma. Make up three generations of women that really give birth to this story. And that is is amazing. Is why we started this project, you know, to like create something that would bring the families together and give it some stability and some creative business to connect around.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like uh, a braid.
1: Yeah. Like you exactly. know what I'm saying?
0: Like all the stories intertwine yeah. down the down the family line. Yeah. Hey, that's smart. You really put some thought into yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I I'm pretty sure everybody has a meaning behind yeah. their brand yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. But like that's an awesome story. Like yeah. I've been trying to figure out how I would like to tie my family. Uh, names into like a business or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But that's a uh, because that's where you're you're coming
1: from. Exactly. When you have a family, you start a business with this you know deep desire to create stability and you know fertility to your to your family yeah, and yeah. and doing that with the hopes of making the community stronger and better and all the families within it stronger and better. Like that's the, at least that's what we're trying to do in Vermont. You yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> I know that, that most people want to do that, but yeah. I, there is that inherent desire to improve your place and, yes. and your home and your community here in Vermont. We yeah. really respect quality of life and we want our businesses to be ethical and
0: environmental and sustainable and, yes yeah do uh you I remember we spoke earlier and you said you grow other just besides cannabis yeah
1: what else cannabis is brand new for us we've been growing we started growing well my wife is the farmer and I've been helping her for about 20 years you know that's the way I describe it Uh um I've had some side jobs along the way, uh, you know, uh, as I was telling you before, I'm a singer-songwriter and internationally touring and on a, on a label out of Los Angeles called Mother West. And uh, And I also ran WGDR Goddard College Community Radio in mm-hmm. Plainfield for about 10 years. So I have these great parallel side jobs that yeah, just yeah, fit yeah. in with our life. Um, now I'm full-time farming with this project coming on, but we, we grew everything starting back in, uh, 2003, um, and we sold at farmer's markets and we sold like, you know, young farmers do everywhere we could, and we could run around all hours of the day and night and Uh, had bottomless energy. And then we started to focus on, um, Brussels sprouts and garlic, mostly Brussels sprouts. And I have become known for that and only sell wholesale now to a handful of accounts and Um, And then, you know, our friends in California love that. And they love to watch us do this life over here. And, you know, a couple uh, New Year's Eves back, they were with us here in Vermont. And we were just talking about trying to make ends meet and keep the Brussels sprout farming alive. And they're like, listen, we've heard enough about this. Uh We want this farm to be better than just, you know, staying afloat. You got to get. A cannabis license now. That the market is coming, yeah. and and have that to put the you know literally put the wind in the sails of the, of the organic food production, and and they said and we will be your partners in this. We want to see it happen that much. So with that kind of partnership and friendship and support, we said okay. You know, like we'd been peripherally thinking about hemp, and then maybe can medical cannabis, and it was so far away from. So, like, we couldn't see how we were going to get into it until yeah, my yeah. friends came along and said, "We will help you get into it." Um, and so we did. Right, right with the first, you know, the first outdoor harvest, we were right there with the front runners of, of, of farms and grows that uh, that had product in October. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's awesome, uh, and this this what you brought me right here is what what did you say it This was? is Blue
1: Gelato number forty one, number forty one, and uh, yeah, and uh, it, it's a it's a nice mid range THC uh, level, um, good producer. I'll take the smaller one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I
0: wrapped you the, the biggie. That's it. that is kind of uh, <laughs> that's a chunk old kid. school. That's so not that's a it. that's
1: that's not a pre roll. <laughs> that's how we used to do it. And every time I roll a real <laughs> joint around here, I'm look at people look at me like with googly eyes, like I can't roll a joint. I'm like that's no,
0: that's. This- this remind this joint reminds me of the dare commercials like yeah. we used to watch <laughs> yeah, back exactly. in the day. Then, hey, that's man. where we learned how to roll. Yeah, oh, exactly. that's a good looking joint. <laughs> <good> look at joint. <laughs> I want my joints to look like. Yeah, that. yeah. That's the takeaway from
1: that commercial. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 like I said, I was, I was born in Greenwich Village uh, to artist parents who were heavily involved in the scene back then, working with major name artists and and just you know living a very vibrant and fun lifestyle. And then my mother moved us up to uh, Woodstock, New York for high school. So there I am. Woodstock, New York is like an extension of Manhattan culture, but in the country, you know, it's a getaway for everybody in Manhattan. It's an artist's colony, you know? So everyone was smoking weed at a young age, and it was a part of the culture there. And it, it, it was a... It was an education unto itself, you know. There was respect to it. It wasn't. It wasn't countercultural, yeah. and uh, it wasn't a huge deal. But going back to the to this, this flower, we were happy to get nineteen point five three percent out of an outdoor flower, which is good. That's on the upper end. I mean, you're not seeing much more than you know, low 20s at best from outdoor, and most of it's much less. And actually, I'm really surprised to see a lot of THC levels of indoor in Vermont, you know, in the mid-teens. And everyone knows it's not just about the THC level, of course. um, But it does still matter. Definitely helps. What (laughs) I love, I mean, there's a couple things. I mean, this, I, I had high high doubt that I was going to be able to pull together a a flower of this quality on my first run, you know, outside, you know, and fully under the, you know, under the sun, it's pure sunflower. We didn't, you know, we only in the very beginning, did we assist with greenhouse. Um, So this is like real true sun and starlight flower. And it has a high level of CBGA, which really is the, is the, is the element that helps the body receive THC's impact and integrate it into the system. I think that's why you get this full, you know, really warm, bulbous, uh, joyous
0: high out of this guy. Warm and bulbous. What did you say? I what, said warm you, and bulbous. How, hold up. with the. Uh, <laughs> you just said uh, sun and starlight grow. Yeah, hey. sunflower, starlight. So, okay, that, that's a great – go ahead. Yeah, I no, mean, that, you, that's what I that's was saying. That's right yeah. there.
1: Um, I've been learning a lot. From looking at a group of folks in Humboldt, um, uh, there's a a cooperative of of organic farms up there that only grow outside uh, called um, Farm Cut. And there is a certification group out there called Sun and Earth. And I want everyone who's hearing this podcast to remember these names, Farm Cut and Sun and Earth. They're doing incredible things. I admire them. A lot. These are all organic food producers who balance their grow with a sizable outdoor cannabis grow every year. These folks are taking organic growing of cannabis to the next level. Instead of just using fertilizer, for example, that anyone would test and deem organic, they are only using fertilizer that they procure by making teas of local growing locally growing wildcrafted herbs and and plants. So they're literally saying if you can't find the nutrient material to make your compost tea for your cannabis in the wood line around the grow of your outdoor cannabis, then it's not on the level of what we're going for. I love this. I love this. This it's it's, it's What it does is it goes past this idea that we're trying to reach a certain standard in organics and we are getting creative with organics and we are in love with the process of becoming more and more in relationship with the natural world that we're growing in. That that's the goal and that the cannabis that results is very, very good and special in that way. It's more than clean or, you know, this idea of pure goes to the next level. I
0: remember like first growing and like it was just, okay, just throw it in the ground and let it grow and, you know, just see what happens. And it's not as successful as, you know, when you on like your second or when you start getting into it, like the things you learn and, Putting the love into your plants and the the what helps it grow and what you need and things like that. So it's awesome to see like people are out there like like keeping keeping it in keeping the organic organic and still advancing organic at the same time.
1: I, I mean, it, we all know that we have to get better and better at reintroducing ourselves to the natural world. We've, we've moved away from it to the point where. We're threatening ourselves, you know, threatening the existence of the species because we're so far away from a really natural relationship to the natural world. So, as farmers, the question is where are we where have we, you know gotten uh, unconsciously, you know, seduced, sorry, you know, by that by that approach to life and making it easy on ourselves instead of working with the ground working with the you know the the atmosphere to produce the best quality product it's hilarious in a very dark way how little importance we give to our health or to food production yes. and stuff we put in our on our medicine yeah. you know it's almost just like sure it's close enough to healthy yeah. I like really yeah, <laughs> are you exactly. sure that you want to go that close way enough, yeah. close enough so these people in California are. are are doing something really, really exciting. And and I know that we have farmers here in Vermont that know of them and are interested in them. I would love to see a community of farms here in Vermont come together and create co-ops like that soon. You know, We are in our first year of the market. So I'm not pointing fingers or complaining too much, but I'm excited to meet my fellow growers yes. and talk about those values yeah. right away. Thanks. Uh, we should hopefully we'll get into a piece of this around what the Vermont uh, Cannabis Control Board has to do with that and how they feel connected to that. Because it's there in such a small state like Vermont, where we have organic farming as such a pillar of who we are. And we've got our regulators at the state level who are interested in that fact.
0: The sky's the limit. We need to bring them together. And I'm pretty sure there's a ton of people out there that's ready to be introduced to new ideas is it's like for co-ops like that i mean that's like the epitome what you just said was like everything that's the epitome of vermont so they, they 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 once once that seed is planted i'm pretty sure that it'll 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 flourish the way it's supposed to pun intended as well yeah i i it I, it will it should and it it will I want to say
1: yes because uh-huh. why shouldn't it But at uh-huh. the same time there is you know there's all kinds of forces at play that we yes. all have to choose to see and work um, and 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 work in and around or however you want to put it um, I I noticed that that. Uh, growers and retailers—they're not—they're not talking to each other as much as I'd like to see. I feel mm. like there's a there's like a fear factor
0: still there. We're also used to cannabis being, yeah. uh, a, you know, a secret—a secret. A, a secret. everybody's. Yeah. and I feel like I th- I think within this these next couple couple I say the first two years we're still or they're still like want to be behind. They're used to being you know, running in the middle of the night or, you know, doing their secret transactions because and now that it's time for them to do what they do, a lot of them, and I just spoke to a few, a lot of them feel like it's hey, we gotta get used to this, this ain't something that we've been doing, you know what I'm saying, like we're not used to Legally taking this much somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I yeah know the, yeah I do the, yeah
1: I, yeah I've got legacy growers in my life who are hearing my story, yeah. delivering cannabis in my car with the you know yeah. the windows open and the radio on, without <laughs> a, a care in the world because I have my license in, in my pocket. Yeah. And they're just their mouths are hanging open, you know, <laughs> and and I feel completely in in the moment of. Privilege, you know, yeah. I came right into this at the beginning of the legal. Uh, I, I wasn't involved in, in dark market
0: cannabis other than as a consumer years ago, you know, yeah, many yeah. years ago. Yeah. So I know you said something about the the the, the control board. Before we get there, I want to ask you. I mean, I know, I know. It's it kind of runs in line with what you. I mean, your your business plan. But do you have children? Yeah. Do do are your children involved?
1: In, <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, let's, if, you know, let's if, unpack. What, no, no, I'm totally fine talking okay. about this. Let's unpack what you mean by involved. Um, my kids are remarkably aware of every element of the business. That's awesome. Yeah. And and I say remarkably because my wife's very concerned, would have been very, very concerned to imagine mm-hmm. what we're doing now a few years ago. And yet here we are, arrived in it very well. Um, yes. And our kids were very interesting around it. Like, you know. My whole family has, has always enjoyed cannabis pretty much, you know, and c- certain members of my family uh, way more a part of their lives than others. But every, nobody had negative connotations attached to it. Yeah, So the kids aren't so interested in the effects of cannabis in, on a personal level. They're interested in the positive effects that cannabis has on the majority of people. And they're interested in the positive effect of the market and our name and and our work and who we're getting to know and who, you know, what doors it might open and partnerships it might create. They're smart kids, you yeah. know. And they grew up in a family of people who who, who um, are very engaged and communicative. And so they just see the cannabis as – from the beginning, they saw cannabis on the same level as any positive effort, right? Yeah. It was – my wife and I struggled with the idea way more. And I'll tell you, here's how it's, I'll sum this up, Chris, is like, I would wa- I'd walk in a little bit nervous about the way, the visage, the way it looked to my kids. And I said it a couple times, it only took a couple times to be like, I don't know, I'm just kind of embarrassed that this is what I'm doing. And they, were, and they would stop me dead and look me in the eye and say, dad, you should not be embarrassed. You're doing a good job. We're very proud of you. And when they literally chose to say, we're proud of you, that was it. I stopped being embarrassed at that moment. But yeah, I carried some sort of stigma around it. Like dad shouldn't be growing weed, you know? And these young folks who have had no negative experience of it, don't see it that way. They don't. The majority of the world have been saying, this is a very, this is a natural thing. And a lot of people use it to to help themselves. And, you know, and it's, it's non-addictive in that, in a big picture way. I mean, I think that everybody has their own reliance story around cannabis, you know, but anyway, they just didn't, they didn't come from that place. Which yeah, they,
0: they were told something different. And then the things that they were told, they passed to them, to them. And a lot of them start a few of those questioned, And then as it kept going, that questions became bigger. And now we've produced a generation that it's just, Okay, it's cannabis. if you're doing the right thing, then yep. that's what it is, yeah, exactly you know that's and right. so if it's you're just, if you're doing it right, then it's a it's a right thing to yeah. do and and i'm I know everybody's done something. Uh, on, been on the wrong side of cannabis, whether that's purchasing purchasing it from a dealer or being the mover. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was so no other way to get it. There was no Bag- other. That's way. That's the only way yeah. to get it. You find a dealer baggies. that you like, that was yeah. safe, that was fun.
1: Like, you'd find the best dealer you could because you want to feel like a friend. Yeah. You know? and it was your pal. <laughs> yeah, you wanted you wanted to be as pal with your dealer as possible, but. Yeah, it was it was always illegal and yeah. it was always a risk yeah. and you know a lot of us very much unconscious about whatever negative effect negative side to that right. community in that world we were feeding by participating doesn't right. mean we wouldn't do it but it, i wish that i had been more aware of yeah. what i was enjoying like at, yeah. at what risk at what at whose peril you know yeah. but other than that it's again like right and wrong i mean come on right yeah. right and right what it was is what it was and and the kids just uh yeah they just hear I think, about
0: it i think by our grandkids it's going to be Like completely turned around. It's not going to be what it was two generations before us. It's going to, it's not it. They're going to talk about how, oh man, like, a hundred years ago in cannabis? Yeah. You know, they were, it was bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't have the knowledge, but as the knowledge came, it grew. Yeah. So like, and that's one of the things I like to do with this podcast, mm-hmm. breaking that mm-hmm. stigma, man. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. I have kids and I know that a lot of people think about, uh, like, what am I going to do with my kids? Like, they still have that, let me hide it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's something, it's a it's a business, yeah. you know? Uh, people putting, there's and growers, you know, really putting love into their plant, or their oh, their, yeah. their craft. Yeah, that you is know what I'm saying. That
1: is, yeah, and I'll say in Vermont, uh, it, it is there isn't a grower who's not marketing their product with love, yeah. art, intention. Yes awareness of the environment they're growing in and the and the materials they're using and um, and talking about that as front and foremost it's almost disconcerting like I thought that I was going to stand out coming from the ag community yeah. and like some of these guys and some of these folks I should say are um, are just really wise and really learned and they're yeah. great talking about it they know what they're talking about yeah. and and I don't see them as fo- they're not coming from a farming background so it's yeah. like you know there is that fact that these are botanists; these are people who grow flowers, and who have been learning about, you know, catering to a plant's
0: life cycle, which mm-hmm. is a very particular thing for yeah. a long time. Yeah, I uh, th- when I met you um, th- the day at uh, La Mole County Cannabis. I seen Sean Mosley, mm-hmm. and I've talked to a couple mm-hmm. different individuals. It's like, man, he's a he's a legend. I can't get him he to call a, me I, back, man. I've been
1: <laughs> leaving call, you know messages on his yeah. phone. Yeah, he he's been doing it a long time, yeah. you know, and he's just and I, that's the thing I think about some of these legacy growers is they they don't need friends. Yeah. They just want to do what they do. They, do what they, they love do. doing it, yeah. and. And they just hope they can. That's the other thing about Vermont is a lot of folks just are very private and they want to be tucked into their corners. They don't want to have parties and, on their farm. And you know? that's
0: why I moved here. Yeah, like people mind their business. Yeah. Nobody's out there. That, you know, uh, you move one state over, your plan could come up missing. You yeah, know? yeah. Any, or anywhere yeah. else. But here in Vermont, people just mind their yeah. business. Yeah. They just want to carry on with their life. Raise their yeah. kids and do what they do, mm-hmm. and a lot of people ain't even making any noise. Yeah, like right. it's—I mean, I watch the news, and it has bad times, and yeah. it's gotten a little worse over the time. But still, in all Vermonts, pretty, oh, yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, so,
1: yeah. I, I'm, all you got to do is spend time out of Vermont yeah, to, yeah. to to check it to like gauge. Yeah, yeah, and it's very, you know. It's immediate for me every right, time right. that I I see why, or or more just like, more just like I, I don't see all of what I'm enjoying in Vermont show up all the time when I'm here in front mm-hmm. of me. But when I leave, it's like a It's like a blank canvas that mm. you put your life on this, and right. you're like, yes. oh yeah, <laughs> I just, oh yeah. There's <laughs> like 99 things I can check off a list right in this moment of realization yeah. for why I and I am so happy to be living in Vermont. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And,
0: that's one of the main things, like, I've left my car door mm-hmm. sitting wide open yeah. in my driveway yeah. just because I had to use the bathroom. Yeah. I'm saying, I just jumped out the yeah. car, and then I went in and took a nap. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. like two <laughs> yeah. hours, and then a lady came. I looked outside just because I was new here, yeah. so I'm always looking outside just to see who's who's around. Yeah, yeah, You, know, yeah, it yeah, you gotta scope. Yeah, <laughs> and there was a lady parked behind my car, and she and I seen her like coming from past my car, and I got all big chest yeah like, hey what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah. and she was like excuse me and yeah i was like that's not you know that reaction is yeah. what i was yeah. not yeah. you know yeah, yeah. i was like hey uh was that was you in my car yeah. and she was like no we're from the church down the street <laughs> and we were delivering and <laughs> delivering food to the people of all um, things i instead. was so that embarrassed totally, yeah, yeah went in my car everything was down yeah it was just my yeah. car door was open. Yeah. just sitting wide open. Yeah. So, like, with things like that. Well, like, it's,
1: you notice, right? You yeah. notice.
0: Especially mo- coming from somewhere yeah. else where it's not yeah, like that. Exactly. You know what I'm you saying? You need to,
1: like, have an experience where you realize that you're not in Kansas anymore. You yeah. know? Like, you're <laughs> you're like, not in Kansas anymore. Dorothy. <laughs> you know, but um, I was just talking to someone about this this morning that, you know, one of the side effects of the covid's impact on northeast region is that a lot of folks moved to vermont and a lot of these folks who move to vermont coming from other places like connecticut long island massachusetts new york are getting on our select boards and are getting on our school boards and and getting involved and that's great i mean Hmm. citizen action is what we all need to do but if it's mostly them there and none of us (laughs) because we're all in the woods like assuming everything's cool vermont will shift it'll change because our the reason uh, a lot of the reason for why life is great in vermont is because there is a relationship with our legislature between the land and the and the people you know yes. and the people who are running the state are farmers and our business owners and our seventh generation and you know there's that element is still there and it takes a lot to really learn what magic you're protecting in the state you know there's so many different elements of it and it's old and it's so incredible the difference between upstate new york and vermont and new hampshire and vermont and you're just like how is there like invisible (laughs) lines creating this like it's almost like a filter like you're walking through a portal into another world is it going to norway from uh, new
0: hampshire (laughs) the one road from virginians (laughs) into new york it, that's the portal yeah like yeah, I've yeah, had yeah, to go yeah. like soon as they say welcome to new york yeah less than a mile away there's a huge mcdonald's yeah yeah so you can go that yeah. way yeah or, number one thing billboards yeah, and billboard mcdonald's and mcdonald's everywhere and you know and and it's something that i didn't notice not living in Vermont, mm. I never noticed like all the billboards. Yeah, I was like, exactly. hey, there are advertisements, exactly. and, and I then was then just,
1: you're like, how was I asleep? All those, how did I miss this? Just yeah. got
0: accustomed to seeing it, yeah. and then when it was taken yeah. from me, and yeah. I realized, and then I left, and I was like, wow, yeah. this is yeah. they're saturated. Yeah. yeah, like I was in California, um, I think we were Starbucks. Uh, I mean, well, everything I couldn't even t- I mean, it was cannabis advertisements. Yeah. It was. Oh yeah. That was a big uh, thing, uh, right? Yeah. Recently service. leaving <laughs> and you start to see like how many cannabis,
1: <laughs> and if you drive through Los Angeles, you can't see, it's like 60% cannabis. Yeah. It's <laughs> everywhere.
0: It is insane. Of every billboard like, you see. <laughs> I, uh, Another one? I think we was at San Diego or we was going to, oh, we was going to the zoo. And on the way to the zoo, I swear I've seen probably over well over a hundred billboards from San Bernardino to San Diego, uh, well over a hundred, and probably a little about fifty-one percent. I'll give it was cannabis. I'm you saying know, delivery drivers yeah. come here established in 2016. And what do we see from that? We see oversaturation. Saturation exactly, do and it know? takes away from that craft. Like it, it takes, takes away. business away from everyone. Every, yeah, every exactly. tier yes. in the industry loses
1: business, and without that, that uh, right now we are enjoying this vibrant business yes. in this in this moment in this uh, uh, um, rollout, and I wonder why we can't keep it this way. And I think the only answer is that we don't know how to keep it this way with an open door for license mm-hmm. and how do you close the door mm-hmm. who who gets told they don't get to apply that's a yeah. hard thing it to is. figure out yeah. so there it, we're f- gonna face that you yeah. know and see how vermont does it well it'll be really interesting to see how vermont does it there are really good people in, at the ccb who you can talk to who are part of the community who are skilled and we should all just link arms and figure out how to yes. make this I work think, the best. Way I really possible. think
0: we should start with putting the cap on tears, yeah, like it, that's well, it that's should, it that it shouldn't
1: because that's the natural inclination to say it, that But to, I don't feel I don't feel right as someone in the program saying that, even though I want that well,
0: I would only reason I would say it is because we're such a small state, yeah, it's not, and one large enough tier could supply the whole state. Yeah. And then you lose that those legacy growers, yeah. those craft growers, yeah. those individuals who have been yeah. doing this for a while. Because it's easy to dump a whole bunch of money into a five, set it up somewhere and let it do what it do. Yeah. Yeah. This, yep. this this department I got a yep. department for advertising yep. I got this but yep. a lot of these small yeah. people don't have to figure that, out how to do it themselves
1: and you get to know their family yeah, yeah you know they, yeah. that's what they do is they put their their resources together and you get to yes. see a real a real grower uh, making a real product in a sustainable way with a small place from your mouth to God's ears you said it perfectly it's like um, those are the things we want to protect yeah but How to regulate the size of each each license category will be on the shoulders of the VCCB. So you know they are doing things to support a you know an equity based call there. I know that I I talked to them about that. So I just want to see how they carry that forward and how that when they reach that moment, we're like, okay, this is it. You know, now we're seeing if we, if we go any further, there's going to be some level of glut when they get to that moment, how they say, we're not going to do this. We're going to, we're going to protect this brand that we've claimed to love and, and want here for the sake of the brand, for the sake of the state. Yes.
0: That's what's up. And that's what we need to do. To keep it keep it here. Keep it there. Yeah. You know, no 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 it gets no bigger. We're a small state. It should keep it small. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Right on. Hey man. (laughs) I like I'm getting better with this whole conversation thing, man. So it's a like I'm I'm just starting. You know what I'm saying? There's people out there that got hundreds of podcasts and I'm I'm a throw me in the fire type of guy so and that's what i did but it's amazing that that i have i've created this for people like you to talk about it's great what's going it's on great. And, it's and great how, it's great
1: it's a it's a radio show it's a newsroom for this for the industry man right here right over here just what came just just south of cambridge just outside of jeff this is a beautiful spot to meet yes. pretty central everybody should come and yes. talk about what they're doing if we're not going to hang out with each other on each other's oh. farms then we hang out with chris and we Come report boom. back right here on what's going on hey we got four mics i can yeah I gotta, that's why i see a round hey, table there's can, like a, you could have a debate you can I be a can
0: moderator now hold on a
1: minute
0: <laughs> let me you have two minutes to say yours your two minutes is up please go i think i can a little do timer that. time in and out go <laughs> I can do that. I need to get a bigger table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just a little, Just not a much. Cuz look, look at the room, can't take that much bigger of a table. Exactly. I think it's good.
1: I'm comfortable.
0: Well, yeah, and that's what I and that's the one thing I'm promoting is I want you to come in and feel like you, f- you feel good.
1: You know I I did after just from meeting you over yeah. at Lamoille County Cannabis. That just that meeting, I was like, oh, I'm, I look forward to hanging out with that guy.
0: You know why, right? Because <laughs> we both Chris, Chris. Baby.
1: <laughs>
0: with a K with a K. Hey, that's awesome, man. Well look, man, I ain't gonna hold you up. I really appreciate you coming through. Thanks really for letting do. me tell our story and yeah. talk
1: about what you know, what matters for us, what's going on. Yes. Thanks yes. for doing this. Glad you're here.
0: Hey, thank you.
1: Welcome to Vermont If I may be so bold as to <laughs> say that.
0: I've been here since Thirteen. Oh, so, so yeah. you know, so that's been, before me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah, so
1: I did not know that. Yeah. I thought you said you were from the South. When yeah,
0: I am. I was. I, I born born and raised in Virginia. Uh, left for the military. Lived in Germany. Deployed. Bounced around here and there. Uh, got out in New York. I met my wife, got out in New York, and she had the opportunity to come to Vermont. And so, boom, here we are. Wow. But you said since you were 13, so you have a prior history. No, since 2013. no 2013. You meant when you were Ooh. 13. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, nah, uh uh-uh. I see. It's funny because I uh, I met somebody a few days ago that said they know somebody that was born and raised here in Vermont. Oh yeah, and I was like, "They make those? I didn't <laughs> know, know we came up this far." Like,
1: we have but- a few, <laughs> few, few multi-generation families in our in our circle. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I came up here in 1992 to go to Goddard College in Plainfield, Vermont. Oh, really? Amazing place to be. Yeah.
0: I've been down to Plainfield a few times when I um I used to travel around when I was going to New England Culinary. Oh yeah, I used to travel around going to different farms, yeah. different places like that. Yeah. And uh, Plainfield's very, it's it's very Vermont farm rich. Yeah, it's very like. What you would see on a picture, that should be Plainfield. Yeah, Plainfield's
1: been on lots, yeah. Yeah. You have Kate Farm down there, you have Littlewood Farm, Yeah, Um, and uh, used to have a big farm just north of Plainfield and Marshfield called Wellspring Farm, Uh which was owned and, and farmed by my good friends Duffy, Gardner, and Roberta. Oh, and uh, and they shared that land with two or three other families, another farm. And that's where I met my wife. Oh, she came awesome. to intern on that farm from Denver, Colorado, because my friend Duff, who is oh. a farmer there, was farming with a team of mules, animal power. And that's what attracted her. She wanted to learn animal power farming. And it's, so... That's Boom. a beast right there. Two thousand one or two, she packed up her little Toyota, drove over to Vermont. At the end of every workday, they'd sit on the porch and play guitar. So I'd come at that point with my guitar, and
0: we'd all just play music. That's how I met her. Look, Vermont's nice, man. It's beautiful. I ain't life. going. No, I don't plan on. I don't. I mean, I know there's might come a time when I have to. My wife's from California, so you know, I know there's going to come a time when we might have to uproot. But I mean. Initially this is where I want my family to come back to. Yeah. My my uh uh my my kids to come yeah. back to and realize like how good of a place this is. And I hope it stays this way. Like
1: it's gonna be a version of itself, right? Yeah. And uh you know, California's the only other place I've ever felt like I could live like as comfortably yeah. in some form
0: or another. Yeah. Yeah. San Diego was mine. Oh. I want I you know, I when I went out to California, that was the one thing like I fell in love with is like the vegetation. Mm. Like the different types of uh succulents. Yeah. Like I have Cactus the su- the succulent I have here is like the size of a fifty cent piece. Yeah, And yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. same succulent in San Diego is the size of this room. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the one thing I like. Life, but yeah. it's like that's a huge difference yeah. between here and there, Yeah. you know, so. Yeah. But yeah, man, hey, before you go, I like to ask people a few questions uh, just to, because I know you're a consumer. Yeah. Uh, I like to ask people, you like to smoke joints, blunts, or uh, wraps? I only sometimes smoke my own joints. That's yeah. all I smoke. Yeah.
1: I You know, I even got a pipe. At the beginning of the season, just like mm-hmm. okay, I should have a pipe again, a nice one. I invested yeah. in a nice pipe, spinning bubble wrap. <laughs> I saw all that smoker joints, and yeah, I think yeah. it's kind. I kind of came out of that. You know, my dad rolled joints, yeah, and, yeah. and he loves that process. And I we roll good joints.
0: Do you uh, do you do you ever still break it down by finger? Yeah, I do too.
1: Yeah, I think I'm on the verge of leaving that (laughs) because of this new grinder that's on the market here in Vermont right now. The ISAO, it's an incredible thing. I don't even know how to get into. We don't have time for me to describe all why this grinder is incredible, but it just defies gravity. It's like so solid. It's like a tractor gear, if you can imagine. Like the gank you have to deal with with grinders. This thing just. It's, it's it's like a personal industrial quality yeah, yeah. tool. It's really what's, nice. What's it called? Iso. I, I, I- I, I, I'm embarrassed to say that I don't really know more about that no, label. No, no, no. But what I think this it's I, I think is it's for. ISAO or Isoa, but it's made in Vermont by this guy, and he's a, he's already instant legend. They're in every shop, and they're great. They really are
0: something special. So, well once you figure out once you you know what we can both search let's go find it because this is that's the type of stuff i uh, want your listeners should know it's funny because like i I still like sometimes i get special weed Mm. and i'm like i just want to keep it in the stalks Mm -hmm. and break it down by finger Mm -hmm. you know but Mm -hmm. now like you got things like that where you can just it's effortless you know it leaves
1: it loamy Yeah, yeah it's nice it doesn't beat it up it doesn't like everything's well blended at the end. It's just an incredible tool, but yeah. Um, up until this thing, I, I just broke it, broke it up by hand. I mean, you know, <laughs> a, broke it on the way to me. the trail, you know,
0: like that's really COVID,
1: uh, COVID, COVID resulted in smoking a little bit more often for oh, me. Oh, facts. I,
0: yeah. think it's, I think all of us did. <laughs> we I was to. just out in the woods more. You know, yeah. like I, I
1: was able to go and like and get, nature, get in and shape exotic. and I had more time, yeah. you know, and it was with the dog and the woods. And so yeah. that kind of just a little bit more regularly, you know, yeah. but not that much.
0: And That's good. I try to keep it special enough. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's good. So check this out. Next question. All right. So I'm getting rid of this question, but. I don't cuz past few guests that I've had on have been like that's not even those what you what you're saying isn't even real. So <laughs> but I what the question would be sativa and <laughs> we'll cuz of hybrids but I would like to know what type of do you like the would well, you like to be out in nature so obviously you would like like a sativa type or a you know that a happy uh the happy terpene yeah, or whatever that is. You
1: know so all of the adjectives emotional adjectives Associated with weed, I don't yeah. resonate with them. I feel hemmed in by the simplicity of those adjectives. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm neither happy or unhappy. It's incredibly imaginative for me. Yeah. It's like, it's really, I'm inventive when I'm stoned. So yeah. it's like, if it, it pulls me this way, I invent from this place. You know, like I'm thinking from over here. If it pulls me this way, that's the adventure. Yeah. I don't get how there's happy and unhappy weed. And I don't fully get the description of high or low you know like wanting to sit in the couch versus wanting to clean the garage i i always want to be like breathing heavy running up a mountain or, you know like it. that's where i'm out just thinking about what's up for me and like it that's what it's always been for me so but yes yeah, sativa i like bright i like to be uh like bright-minded so yeah, to speak, yeah. and um, Sativa's great for that. But Indica's very s- slow-paced and, like, sets a different rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I have tended towards hybrids. I, that's cool.
0: Know, yeah. yeah. You know what? I might just keep that question just to get answers like that out of people. Right on, man. Because it's going to be an eventual There's going to be something that's going to phase out. Yeah. Is those—, is I- those i agree those three I, I
1: agree well i mean that question's a good question but it, i think it should just be taken to the next place like aren't we oversimplifying the way yeah. that we talk about the effect of cannabis yeah. it's really powerful stuff
0: and it should be it's grown should... it's grown so much more than just sativas and indicas it's not exactly just, it's not right. just. There's all these different kinds or, of things. oh yeah let's just mix the two that's the hybrid like it's so much more than that now it's the, the the everything. Every everything. shade of gray. <laughs> exactly. In between, so, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I, the bongs, concentrates, or edibles? Say it again. Bongs, concentrates, or edibles? None. Really? I smoke joints. 100%. I smoke joints. That's awesome. I,
1: I would go to bongs second. Yeah. It, uh, taking a bong hit once in a while, sure. Yeah. um I have always, like struggled with eating edible like doing edibles yeah um what do you mean until (laughs) i've just uh, the body hide, the the way that it takes the the length of the high the way that it like fully just owned me Uh and i'd be like ah get off my back man i got shit to do (laughs) and and (laughs) and then i accidentally ate a lot of chocolate out of my mother's fridge Uh, a few weeks ago thought it was dessert I did not look at the label at all it's where she kept her dessert chocolate and I ran in there with not you know not thinking twice and just ate whatever the rest of whatever I could find in the bag and I'm just hanging out and I hadn't smoked for a week and a half and, and I'm hanging out with the family and I'm starting to get so animated. I'm, I'm so talkative and I'm like, and I'm like thinking to myself, why am I acting? I'm acting stone, man. It's like this, like flashback, high. what's going on? Yep. Hey. It never even occurred to me. That I was on Got her uh, mama's
0: stash. Dude,
1: I deserved it. I didn't even ask for I didn't even ask her if I could eat it. I just deserved it. And all of a sudden I'm on for like a two day stoning. Like oh, it was wow. a lot, man. It was like sixty or seventy milligrams, yeah. which is a lot for me. Yeah and not, and it was great though what I was the way I was going to end that was it was the first time that I was actually able to really use a piece of it like I went home and played the guitar and had this like massive breakthrough yeah. on playing lead I've, that I've ever had on a guitar and it's been mm-hmm. 25 years I've been trying to like figure out how to bring the guitar you know to the <laughs> next level and I had this wonderful break, break, breakthrough which brings me back to it. it's imaginative it's 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 creative you know yeah, yeah. um it's invent inventory you know but um Edibles are a commitment, like really? eating mushrooms or something, <laughs> have you ever ate mushrooms, yeah, 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 that's why I compare it to that, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah mushrooms is is interesting at times, it can definitely you know. Well look, man, that's 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 the show. Right, you know a great show. Yeah. Thanks. Thank man. you for coming all the way out. My honor. And I like that sweater. Right that's on, a, man. That's a dope sweater. I didn't know if I could pull this together. Hey, well, you pulling it and you're holding yeah, it, my guy. That's right. awesome. Thank you very much. Well, thank us again. Thank you for coming. You want to tell the people, you know, where yeah. to find you at?
1: Absolutely. My name is Chris Gruen, and I'm the lead grower at Amanana Growers in Worcester, Vermont. And uh you can find us www. A
0: M M A N A N A Growers com. And I'm gonna be honest with you. When you told me and I got I seen it and I followed you on Instagram I started saying it because yeah, I didn't yeah. want to mess it yeah, up. Yeah. And as you said, it became <laughs> rhythmic. Yeah, yeah, So it's, yeah. It's I'm growers.com. Yeah, no, you see that? I got it like <laughs> that. Right now. But look, thank you for coming out and thank y'all for listening. Uh you can follow me on Instagram at Canissations Podcast. My name is Chris. This is Amonana Growers. Canisations Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. Hey, you see, I got a t shirt to say that. Now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's that, that she was kind your wife was complimenting yeah, you on that shirt. I just got it today and I wanted to put it on for you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, sir. So, look, y'all be easy. Stay blazing and stay amazing, and we out.